0: Welcome to More Attention, Less Deficit, the free podcast version of the book, More Attention, Less Deficit, Success Strategies for Adults with ADHD, available at addwarehouse.com and pretty much everywhere else. But if you enter coupon code 19380, my zip code, at addwarehouse.com, you'll save 25%. So That's a good deal. I'm psychologist Dr. Ari Tuckman, author of More Attention, Less Deficit, and Integrative Treatment for Adult ADHD, a practical, easy-to-use guide for clinicians. For more information about either book, archives of this podcast, links to past presentations, handouts, and information about upcoming teleclasses and presentations, check out adultadhdbook.com. Welcome to the episode, Build Healthy Self-Esteem. I'm all in favor of helping people to feel good about themselves, but it's easier said than done. However, understanding this process can help you not only explain your past, but also guide your efforts in the present to help you feel better about yourself. We get our self-esteem and sense of who we are from two related places. First, what we actually do. Obviously, we feel good about the things we do well and tend to feel badly about the things we do poorly. Those with ADHD or another learning disability may have a lower ratio of the two than they want. Over a lifetime, this can affect how they feel about themselves. Number two, we get our sense of self-esteem from what we make of those experiences. We aren't robots who automatically click our self-esteem up a notch for every success and down a notch for every failure. Instead, we interpret our experiences and try to figure out what they mean. We also rely on others' reactions to our actions to help us determine whether something was good or bad and whether it was a big deal. Think of the different reactions your teen friends had to some of your actions compared to what your parents and teachers did. So what this means is that we have two ways to improve self-esteem. One, actually perform better, and this tends to be where medication and coaching often come in. And number two, change how we interpret what we do. This is where learning about ADHD and perhaps therapy come in. As you might imagine, the best outcomes are achieved by working it from both sides. Although we should be supportive of each other, simply telling someone nice things doesn't ultimately amount to much if they don't have some good experiences to base those comments on. The problem with relying on the nice comments is that it, is that it can be too easily undone by someone who says not-so-nice things. This brings us to the concept of earned self-esteem that's based on actual successes in meeting life's challenges. Because it's based on positive experiences, it's hard-won and develops slowly, but is stable and long-lasting. Facing challenges and sometimes falling short creates a temporary blow to self-esteem, but can actually lead to greater self-esteem if the person rises up and overcomes the challenge. If at first you don't succeed, dot, dot, dot. Life is obstacles, so it's important to have faith in your ability to survive hitting a brick wall and to figure out a way around it next time. There are always more challenges and they tend to get bigger as we get older. Luckily, we also tend to get wiser. Earned self-esteem is based on realistic accomplishment. Each success creates a step up the ladder of future success as the person sharpens her skills by really pushing herself and also builds confidence that she can handle the next challenge. This is as true of training for a marathon as it is of moving your way up at work or raising children. Unfortunately, too many adults with ADHD don't have enough of this successful progression from smaller to greater challenges. They have some successes, but then also have a bunch of sometimes inexplicable failures. You know, that sort of thing of, that was so easy, how could I possibly have screwed it up? There's a momentum to both success and failure and to a person's subsequent willingness to take realistic chances. This inconsistent performance can make someone with ADHD uncertain about what they can reliably handle, so they may then be leery of taking too much on. What this means is that simply telling someone that he can do anything he puts his mind to is actually a disservice if it sets him up to take on more than he can handle. The likely failure will do far more harm than the cheerleading words did good. It also tends to blow the cheerleader's credibility. After hearing too many of these kind words from people with good intentions but insufficient knowledge of ADHD, it can be easy to be skeptical about any encouraging words. The key, then, is to figure out which encouraging words you can believe and which are just wishful thinking. Or, to put it another way, which challenges you can overcome and how you can adjust your strategies to make that happen. For everyone, self-knowledge sets the foundation for success because they can make informed choices about which challenges to take on and under what circumstances. This means being honest with yourself, not only about the situations to not take on, but also about how you work best and what it takes for you to get the job done. Give yourself credit for what you do well without diminishing it with what you do badly. As I talk about throughout this podcast and also in the book, there are lots of ways to bolster the areas that you're weak in. So the harder that you work at it, the more progress you'll make. At the end of the day though you also need to accept the fact that you won't be good at everything and that some weaknesses will remain that you need to find workarounds for. Related to this, give yourself credit for the ways that you've found to get things done, even if they're really different from the ways that others function. Every single client I've seen has figured out some good ways to get things done even if they didn't fully understand why these were good strategies for them or how these strategies took their ADHD into account. So for example I had a client who never found himself without a necessary school book when doing homework at home because he always brought home every single book every single day even if he didn't think he needed them all. Now the brilliance here is that this simple solution saved him a lot of heartache. So Rather than beat yourself up about having to be different, or take it as some sort of proof of your inferiority, instead give yourself credit for being smart enough to figure out an effective strategy that works for you. The less self-conscious you feel about it, the more likely you are to use it, and the more likely you are to get the job done, which is what really counts. Our next episode will be, Adversity Makes You Stronger, Hopefully. Adversity takes many forms, and if ADHD is one of your struggles, then perhaps you can learn some important life lessons from it. As a final announcement, I'd like to share that I'll be doing an open question and answer teleclass slash webinar through the Attention Deficit Disorder Association on this Wednesday, September 2nd at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. So hopefully you, uh, are listening to this before that and have the opportunity to, to log in um, you can find the login information at http colon forward slash forward slash a d d a dot w e b x dot com that's uh, http colon forward slash forward slash uh com. you can also find it under um upcoming presentations at adultadhdbook.com. So bring a question if you would like or just listen in. Uh, should be fun. So hope to see you there. Until next time, thanks for lending me your attention.